everybody, this is Cara Johnstead, singer, songwriter, and founder of Voice Your Essence, and I'm so happy to be with you today. And today we're going to dive into a subject which many singer, songwriters, and performers don't really like to touch on, and yet it's a very important subject to understand. The article is called Dealing with Rejection. Most people do not go for their dream of standing on stage or writing an album of their own songs because deep down inside, they are terrified of rejection. So they wait and dream and talk of things that they wish that they could do, would do, if only the world would be more loving, fairer, and kinder. Truth is, if you go out on a limb and share yourself with this world, rejection is going to happen. It can happen in any business, and yet the creative arts are a special world, and rejection is a bit trickier. You are not putting a white teacup on the marketplace or selling a new set of screws you designed. You are asking for recognition concerning your own personal voice and story. And here's the deal. The more exposed you are, the more it can happen. And this is simply one of the rules of the game. So whether the rejection comes from the club owner or a conductor, a music critic or a publisher, the truth is rejection is in the air as much as acceptance. At some point in your career, it is going to happen. At some point, wild applause and wild, beautiful smiles are also going to happen. And yet, why do we tend to cling to our scars and stay attached to the memories of being hushed down and squashed? Someone, somewhere, somehow, is going to reject you and your art that you have created. So just breathe that in. And now someone, somewhere, somehow, is going to love you and support you and your art that you have created. Breathe that in. So how do you develop the skills needed to weather these storms of criticism, disappointment, and rejection? Many coaches say you need to develop a tough skin. I disagree. Why? Why do I disagree? Because it is my experience. An artist needs openness and sensitivity to be able to listen in and not only connect with our inner worlds, but stay connected to the world around us. We cannot afford to be covered in a protective coating if we wish to make a valuable contribution to our society. A big part of many artists' drive is the longing to let go of that shield of protection and feel one with us in all our many colors. There's nothing more beautiful than feeling one with ourselves and with our audience. 
And when we put up walls and develop a tougher skin in order to survive the business, in order to survive the naysayers, we suffer. Our voice closes and our pen wobbles. We do not feel free. We stutter and are more cautious and we hate ourselves for being so careful and cautious when we used to be so carefree. So what do we need to do with the rejection letters and disappointment? The first thing I usually ask my clients is who dished out the criticism? Many of us are asking the opinion about our songs or our voice or business for that matter from friends and family and people that have never written a song or sang on stage or run their own show. How in the world will someone who has never been able to hold a tone or sing solo in front of an orchestra be able to tell us what we did right or wrong? My first rule of thumb is never take a critique that has not been asked for ever. When you're ready to know, you're going to seek and ask if someone is criticizing and quote-unquote sharing with you what you should have or could have done better, politely decline the conversation and move on. And the second thing I always keep in mind is never ask for an opinion from anyone except an expert that is highly experienced and that you greatly respect. Never, ever, ever. If the person you asked has been in the business for a long time and has done valuable work and has contributed important insights, then ask. This is why we have coaches and excellent producers and editors and directors. There is no need not to take advice given because we are afraid of rejection. And yet there is a difference between great advice and negative, unsolicited criticism. If you have asked an expert in your field and you receive a negative comment, be grateful. It is a comment based on his or her experience, nothing more, nothing less. If there is a bit of truth in it, learn from it or let it go. So again, always check your sources and see why you are giving any energy at all to the comments or letters that make you feel rejected and pull you down. You cannot believe how many people I have coached who have let some off-the-cuff comment about their performance for the waitress in the club ruin their mood and make them uneasy about their choice of songs. Epic fail. So the third thing to remember on the path to staying strong and, and being an authentic singer-songwriter and performer, let yourself feel whatever you need to feel. If the rejection does come up, don't push it down. Allow yourself to feel. Don't talk and distract yourself. Have the courage to see where the rejection is dwelling. The person most likely was not consciously trying to hurt you or reject you. You feel rejected. And that is a different thing. So allow the energy to move in your body before picking up the phone and chit-chatting and blaming and complaining. Simply feel 
the space with no judgment, no good or bad attached. It is pure energy. And when we have the courage to feel without object, we reconnect with our life energy. Being present to the moment and feeling the hurt without judgment is a great gift. When we are able to unhook from the acceptance, rejection pattern, we are free. The sky also has clouds that come and go. This is one of those moments. This too shall not only pass, it is a necessary place to tap into so that you can stay tuned to your inner sky and stay true to your own unique voice. Feel it. Don't feed it. To do to feel it. Don't feed it. You got that? Feel it. It's okay. But don't feed it. Don't grab on to it and hook in there and have it eat into you. So when you're in those spaces, remember Walt Disney, the imaginaire and the visionary behind Disney World and, and uh, Mickey Mouse and, and Donald Duck. He was fired by a new editor because he lacked imagination. Okay? And remember his first animation company went bankrupt. And remember he was turned down more than 302 times before he was able to get financing for his big dream Disney World. And take Barbara Streisand, for example. They used to call her Miskit as a kid. Miskit is a Yiddish word meaning an ugly person. Miskit, Streisand, okay? And James Parda shares in his biography, Streisand, her life. He shares that she was described always by her teachers as a culturally starved sponge self-centered, quiet, a recluse. Her only passion growing up was showbiz, movies, music, television, and her reputation reflected that. And so now even after selling millions of albums and winning many, many, many awards and being really celebrated as one of the finest, Streisand still had problems finding studios and monies that would believe in her vision of great stories such as the Yentl Project. And although Streisand is widely recognized as one of the most bankable stars in motion pictures, the studio backing was still very, very difficult to obtain. Just imagine that. So Streisand says, for a long while, no one was willing to take the gamble. And I quote, I remember having to go into an executive's office to play my tapes and tell the story. And it was like being 18 again and auditioning for a Broadway show. Now that I look back on it, I know it was good for me. So that was a little excerpt from the barbara-archives.com where you can go to discover more. So you guys, something I learned long ago Rejection is not a reflection of quality. Remember that your favorite writers were all rejected a bazillion times before they published their breakthrough works. The same goes for your favorite singers and performers and songwriters. 
The thing you need to do is focus on your work. Stay productive and on point. You are here to share your gifts and live your essence. Which brings us to the very last point. A community is so important for building resilience. A community is supportive and there's a sense of exploring together. You don't need a tougher skin when you have a beautiful and strong community. And here at the Voice Your Essence community, you don't have to go it alone. It is my experience that when we stay connected with our values and our vision, it is almost impossible for rejection to rule our days. When we live from an authentic space, we feel supercharged. We are too busy living from that core. We do not have time or energy for the naysayers. Voicing our true essence nourishes us big time. So I'm going to leave you with this. A dear friend of mine once told me when I had allowed a critic to get to me and I couldn't seem to brush it off. He said, be like a duck. A duck? I answered a bit baffled. Yes, a duck. Let the rain hit you and roll off your back. And I did. Ever since then, when I'm swimming and navigating fast waters and someone tries to pull me under, I either shake it off and do a little waddle or I do a loon's deep dive and leave them swimming far behind me. Here's to supporting each other to be the best that we can be and staying playful with it all. I welcome you to join in at carjohnstad.com and pick up your free gifts and get a subscription of the Voice Your Essence e-zine or join us on Facebook, facebook.com slash voiceyouressence or you can also come on over to Cara Johnstad. Thanks so much. I'm going to see you again same time, same place next week. Until then, stay gold. Thank you for being the friend that you are It is your trust that has brought us this far An unconditional love so pure that I It is your trust 
that has brought us this far An unconditional love so pure I cry, I laugh I'm another happiness I'm so blessed to have you in my life 